0: Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, Episode 142. It's just the duo of us this week of uh, me and Mave Online, aka Mordak, and Mave Online, aka Alex and Charlie, uh, people that podcast together and stuff. I, I don't know where this is going. The gruesome duo. That's right. That's right.
1: It's fitting that this podcast is 142, and it's just the two of us. We can make it if we try, Charlie. Just the two of us.
0: Just the two of us. I, I noticed you referencing Blueface Will Smith. I, I I know it is. It's actually not, but it's a good
1: segue to talk about uh, Blueface
0: uh, in today's industry.
1: Thank you for bringing that uh, up. Uh, <laughs> far like, too long, Charlie.
0: Like mostly, <laughs> this just raises the question to me of, I get having Will Smith voice the character, but like. If you're going to go and CG make him blue, why not just make the entire character CG at that point? Well, I mean, he blew himself early.
1: And I he guess. figured if he got to take care of it now, he wouldn't have to uh, blow himself later. Or blew himself later.
0: Well, Which is unclear. just mocking...
1: That's...
0: Go ahead. little well, unclear. with an Arrested Development joke.
1: That's right. It's mocking real honest people out there. They're people who don't get their due diligence, or due... I don't know. Well, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Respect. Okay. Their dues? <laughs> you, you literally do not know the word
0: due, but you knew due diligence? <laughs>
1: yeah. You didn't get their dues, okay? Will Smith thinks he can just sashay onto on the movie screen with Blueface, and we're going to accept that. No. Tobias Funke worked years to master his craft, and that's why he's Blueface. The Blue Man Group have literally been working at this for years. And they can blue face. This uh, is just uh, okay. So, um,
0: let's address uh, Tobias Fumke quickly. Or Fumke, how you yeah. pronounce it? Yeah, men didn't work for shit. Uh, excuse me, he worked quite a bit. No, he, I, he I, was he based based, first... on, based on what is shown purely in that television show. I don't think Alex Fumke has ever practiced acting or the rhythmic exercises or precision or percussion based uh, instrument playing required to be a blue man uh,
1: you've clearly never been to his website where he has various green screen clips you can use to add him into
0: other films I I don't know if that's a real thing or not and
1: it is actually if you go I think the website oh, is God. insert me insert me anywhere dot biz okay <laughs> and you can get you can download clips of him okay in green screen where you can
0: have him. I kind of wish we were still now. doing videos now <laughs> man what's Tobias doing here at RE2 huh
1: <laughs> Right,
0: Mr. X is a lot less scary when Tobias is here
1: speaking of that have you seen the mod they made where X-Gong time... give it to you yeah. yes! I, so oh. there's
0: two versions of that mod out there as best I can tell and there is a better version that mm-hmm. like does tone down the music The color. it fades in and out as he gets closer and farther away from you one of them just kind of triggers it One of them, like, the closer he is, the louder it is. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you want from this. That's... What a time to be alive and a Resident Evil 2 fan. I haven't played it yet, though, so I don't know if it's good.
1: I haven't played it either because it wasn't one of my free
0: games. Yeah, I...
1: Well, just to preference that, I got an AMD card, so I got two out of three free games... And I chose Division Two and Devil May Cry Five, so
0: I don't know if that's the right choices or not.
1: Division Two and Devil May Cry Five, pretty good I, choices.
0: So maybe as I've been burned enough time by Devil May Cry games, where I only buy those now, and they're like Hyper Edition, Platinum Complete Collection, all the DLC and other things, Final Cut Edition. Because mm-hmm. they like they release almost every. I, I could be wrong with this. I remember four getting like four or five, not that many, but like multiple re-releases where it's like, yo, we added Virgil in this one. And it was like, man, that's a totally new game. So I get it. But also like, man, this new one looks pretty good. I got to right. say, they're all great. Like I love, I love, I loved, uh, Devil May Cry, but still I've learned not to buy them at launch because it's like, Hey, we added a whole third of the game. Was it missing? No, nah, just a whole new third of a game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've I've played a few from a long
1: time ago. So I'm excited to try some of these new ones. Yeah. But I am still partially concerned because it is Capcom. And I should know better. Yeah. Capcom has burned me before. But they seem to have done a good job with like Monster Hunter and
0: I, so, so, and maybe you don't know this, like, the Monster Hunter team is, it is technically Capcom, but it is so successful at what it does, it's kind of its own company, kind of like the guys that make Pokemon, they're owned by mm-hmm. Nintendo, but they're, like, off in their own building, That's like, it just says, like, yo, the dudes that make Pokemon, Monster is that same way, where it's like, they walk in, they go, we're making good of their monster, and the people go, okay, what do you need? Money.'" And for y'all to stay the fuck out of our business and they walk out and come back like three years later and go, here it is! We're putting it the- out now! <laughs> like, I-, I exaggerate some, but like that team gets to kind of do whatever the fuck they want because like, they keep being the most successful thing Capcom does.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, that's fair. I mean, yeah. they did put out a good fucking game. I can see why they have a lot of like I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Clout. Yeah, in in, in Capcom. Oh so... yeah, no. Like
0: it, it, if you think about the current state of Capcom, it's like Street Fighter and Monster Hunter, and Monster Hunter World. I think is way better than the current version of Street Fighter. And you know, I keep going back to, to Monster Hunter. I haven't played Street Fighter since four.
1: Yeah, I haven't played Street Fighter since fucking.
0: No vanilla five actually because um that the Brazilian type, uh jitsu lady I enjoyed playing as but yeah she's not viable anymore.
1: He, actually they buffed her uh, a while ago. I don't know if oh. they changed her again, but she was buffed quite a bit and she was pretty fucking legit.
0: I I fully admit that my version of viable is are people playing them at tournaments. Uh yeah, she was being played at tournaments. Oh cool, that, that she wasn't for a very long time.
1: Hmm. Yeah no. She, uh, she done good.
0: Yeah. Do you want to do weeks or something? I. Yeah. Like, part of me's like, we should just jump to news because what the fuck? But part of me's like, nah, I played some video games. Did you play some video games? I actually did play some
1: video games. What video so... games
0: did you play, Alex? What have you and been I... up to in general strokes?
1: Okay. So, I actually played quite a few video games this oh? week. Oh. Um, so, uh,. First of all, at home, I've been playing Apex Legends because that game is pretty fucking good.
0: Uh, so I've, I've, I've also played the Apex Legends.
1: I find myself finishing up whatever I need to in WoW for Raid stuff, logging off, and then just switching to play Apex Legends. It's
0: almost like Apex Legends is a really good game. Yeah. And it's weird because it feels dirty because it's like EA but not
1: EA in a way.
0: Okay, so I've I I I may be the only person on this podcast who ever be willing to be like, it's fine, it's EA. Like I, it's, I understand the internet's hatred for EA, but also like, given what Activision's up to right now, are they really that much worse than any of other, other major bigs at this point? No, like I'll they're not honest. Valve. But when's the last time Valve made a game? Yeah, that wasn't Dota, which I also get the impression is kind of shitty. In it's microtransaction this but it's Steam and Valve, and people are like, nah, it's fine, it's different, it's Valve. Is mm-hmm. the business model still based around microtransactions? Yeah. Is it loot box-driven? Yeah. So, it's just different, okay? <laughs> like, I've never had the issues with EA that people had, but I also never was like, I feel betrayed by EA. I'm like, no, it's a major corporation owned by greedy people that do business things. I don't buy loot boxes. They ruined Battlefield. Battlefield was bad already. Yeah, Battlefield was just kind of meh. I thought the first Battlefield was bad. I didn't play the second one because I thought the first one was bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, the, the ones, the, the Arts ones that are from, like, God, 10 years ago now, I think. It's like, those were good. I'm like, those were fun. I'm not sure I'd call them good. <laughs> were thinking they were lame as a kid but fun i yeah yeah sorry apex Legends.
1: but yeah no apex legends though has been has been very very enjoyable so i i've i mean i've won a game which is nice so i'm happy about that yeah um but it's just overall like were you playing as um i actually because i actually enjoyed the game enough i bought some of their premium currency and i bought um what's the dude the the dude in the gas suit who grows the
0: caustic or something
1: yeah caustic i
0: play as him i saw some play of him and like i think mirage is lame i, I think the character like the other one you can buy mirage just is like okay whatever that guy's the, that, i i get it but like that's not cool caustic seemed to have some shit going on that I think when it works, it really fucking works. Mm-hmm. He looks
1: cool. He does. Yeah, He does. He's pretty fun. But the style so... stuff is neat. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Especially, like, it's nice because you can set those so like, if people walk into a room you've already cleared, you're like, oh, people are behind us. Yeah. Alright, gotta keep an eye out. It's nice. Like, I, I like the ones that kind of give you that those extra details and have usage. Like, Mirage's distraction guys don't really do that much for me. I... Like,
0: yeah, I, it's. I play. I. 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 have also played some Apex. Let's. I've been playing Bangalore because, I like that smoke grenade. it. I got in a squad that was a caustic, of Bangalore, and that blood tracker guy, and oh, that was shit. just a murder team. Yeah, that like, sounds like a good fucking squad. Also, and the best part of it was like we got to the final, like the the there's like a bunker tunnel thing. We found ourselves in that like the center of the, map. The center of the circle was on that thing. And Hmm. we basically just, between smoke grenades and putting up the caustic stuff, backed a team up against the wall and just were like, okay, we're going to back off and we're going to put enough of the caustic stuff down and every time you move, I'm going to fire a smoke grenade at you and we're just going to let the circle kill you. (laughs) Like it's the, you cannot progress and the circle is going to close real soon. And I guarantee between the circle and the caustics, like, smoke denial stuff, you're gonna die. And if you make it, we're just gonna mow you the fuck down. And sure enough, like, the one person of, the like, remaining squad stumbled out of the circle at the end, and we just all unloaded on him. Nice. Like, it, it was almost unfair. We're like, yeah, you had a good team for mobility.
1: Yeah, oh they have the Zip Line robot. Zip line, it was and all the
0: Zipline, the Healer, and God, who was their third? I think it was like the gun shield guy, and uh the mobility guy made it out, and it was like you came to the wrong tunnel, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you've got shields. There are three of us and you have no health. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, I've I've had some pretty good matches so far. I, I said yeah. I alternate between um Bloodhound. And uh, caustic, but I've been playing caustic more.
0: Yeah, I basically only play Bob uh, Bangalore or Bloodhound at this point. Or like, in the rare instance that my third that both those get taken, I will play the um healer, the um the healing bot lady, or the ninja lady. Mm. I prefer Bangalore though. I also think I'm like definitely done with that game. Like I'm, I had my fun. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get where this is popular.
1: Oh, what, it was Apex? Yeah. Really,
0: already? I, it's, I, there's not any persistency to that game to make me keep playing it. Like, it's the, it's why I never, it's why I never played any of the Battle Royale games that seriously, where it's like, okay, what do I unlock? Skins? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. I guess. Like, I don't think the skins look all that, like, that game is too Overwatchy in its aesthetic for me to think is cool. And that's not a knock against, it's just a like, nah, I like it's the I get what you're going for. I just don't want to collect this. Mm-hmm. Not the game's fault, but weapon skins and character skins are not a thing I necessarily care about. Like it's the like the reasons I get stuck on the destinies, the divisions, all that stuff, like the Diablos even is I like that loot grind. I really do. And I like the idea of I have better shit than you. That's why I killed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, the items don't make any; ac-
0: they're all skins. Yeah. No, that's leave. I. I don't like that. Like, it's the. I. I like games that reward me with being more powerful, with more time played. If that makes any sense. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Like I, and I get it. It's not that type of game. I'm not holding that against it. Like it's the I've, I've won five times now. Three of them were like definitely like no nah, you were a valuable member of the team. One of them was like, "Yeah, you were dead for the last ten minutes."
1: Mm.
0: Nah, I, it's it, it, it's a it, of the three major battle royale games out there right now. It's the one I think is the best. I like that one a lot, partially because you don't have to talk to people. I kind of yeah, like, yeah. You can use the little like
1: the yeah. thing to pin communications and everything. That's yeah. actually
0: pretty good. Yeah, I wish the player counts were a little bit higher for it, and I wish, like, I hope they add in a single-player mode eventually.
1: To Apex Legends? Yeah. What could you do for single-player on
0: that? No, no, I mean, like, not, because uh, it's teams of three, it's a single-player, uh, single, Oh, um, solo queue. Solo queue, Yes, yeah, sorry. That's, that, that's the right okay. word. My bad, yeah, it's... I, I, I like the game a lot. I don't like the game enough to, like, get involved in the, like, you played lots of Overwatch. Like my issue with Overwatch wasn't I thought the characters were lame. I did, but like it's the no, I get it. It was the I don't care about how progression works in this game. Mm-hmm. It's a very e-shootery thing, and I just don't care about e-shooters in that way. Like it's the the idea of like, I understand the unlock stuff to look cool, but if you don't think the stuff you unlock looks cool, it's kind of a eh, okay. Yeah, it's a really good game though. It's like, like I said, like of the three major battle royales, I think it's the best. Like, it's the I bounced super hard off Fortnite, and like I got PUBG, and there are parts of PUBG I like more than Apex. But like, I think this is a better game, like hands down. I, I like the tension of PUBG, but like this is a better made game. Like this is a defendably good game where PUBG is still kind of entertainingly broken with some frequency.
1: Yeah, the, the 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 controls for firing and shooting and all that stuff just feels so much smoother. Yeah, in this one. I mean, but then again, it has that Titanfall. Yeah,
0: I, it, history. It's, like it's made by the people that made one of, if not the best, modern FPSs. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and that that may be my problem because, like, I, I as much as I really enjoy Apex Legends, it's not Titanfall two slash three and I would much rather play those games just because they're different. Like, they're much more of my style of game, I guess, where it's the, yeah, there's no progression, but also, like, there's wall running, which even if you are sucking around, wall running is still a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the nice thing is, I don't know if you know this, but um, it technically, canon-wise, is set in the Titanfall universe.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. I know, it's... uh, I think I told you this last week, like, the, the Apex Legends follows the liberation of the outer frontiers and the rise of, like, for sport, a blood sport that is Apex. And yeah. Apex Legends, you are playing as uh, people are trying to become legends in the Apex blood sport. Yeah. Yeah. But the other
1: thing about that is it, it could open up the possibility for...
0: Oh, yeah, no, we, we talked about this last week. Like, it's the, all of the shit I love from Titanfall could happen, but... In Apex's current state, I'd rather play Titanfall 2, which I did this week. I went back and played some Titanfall 2 multiplayer. Like, Fair. there's something undefi- like, undefinably cool about, like, fucking wall running between two buildings and then dropping down through the shotgun just blowing him away, where it's like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. how you corner, motherfucker. Nice. Like, but I also get it. Like, imagine trying to do a battle royale where someone can, like, with a sniper rifle, run up a tower, and perch up in a corner in like the shadows and just like that's a level of vertical looking you just don't do in that type of game. It would yeah. be insane. Hmm. And I- the other thing though
1: that I am really enjoying about this too is um the devs uh are actively posting on Reddit like with updates like they they've banned like we all talk about it in the news but they talk about like the bans and all that stuff already. Yeah. Um but one of the really big things is apparently starting Tuesday they'll be posting week like daily updates yeah. on the subreddit just to kind of get community feedback which is how you fucking do it. Yeah. Like that's how you handle a fucking community, well, especially
0: for <laughs> a game like Blizzard. this where it's like it went from 0 to a 100 so quickly. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, it's uh it's refreshing and I'm glad they're I'm glad to eat, like EA gets a lot of shit, yeah, we, we've we agreed. And EA is the devil. At times. But, I'm glad that Respawn is doing okay, and EA hasn't tried to muck things up too
0: fucking much. I feel bad for Respawn, because, like, where a lot of people, like, Bungie can do no wrong, or St- or Valve can do no wrong, like, Respawn has made some games I really liked. Like, Titanfall 1 had some problems, but they were kind of, like, narratively driven and stuff but the actual game was fucking solid. And, like, Titanfall 2 is really that good to the point where, like, I checked this out not because people were talking about it, but because it's like, yo, it's the next thing from Respawn. I'm like, I will check that shit out. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it's the... This is no reason not... It's the, this is a fantastic game. They've continued their... Yo, we're really good at making games you shoot people. They are fantastic fun in ways other games are not our gun can our our guns feel good and like yeah what's it called that the the m shotgun um I'm on the, like yeah we know it sucks but also like it's kind of supposed to suck
1: Hmm.
0: God what's that game what's that gun called in apex which one the it's one of the shotguns it has an m for a, a Mangalore? Oh, it's a,
1: it has a weird ass long name yeah
0: it's an m it's doesn't matter doesn't matter it's yeah it's real good
1: yeah but that's just one of many games i played what else this uh so i actually ended up going to um what's it called yeah so i ended up going to a place called ground control
0: Fuck uh, this Ground which, Control.
1: so ground control is a parkade here okay. uh mandy and i went there for valentine's day And we played a plethora of games, because as it turns out, every second Tuesday or Thursday of the month, uh, it's free play. So you pay like seven bucks, you come in, and you have free play on all the games. Yeah. So I got a chance to play the original Donkey Kong, uh, an arcade version of Punch-Out,
0: like that's a thing. Like on original hardware and stuff, or? Yeah.
1: No, on original hardware. Okay. They prided themselves on that. Uh... Captain America the Avengers which was for Super Nintendo but it was an arcade cabinet for it. Yeah, it's like four sticks in it, right? Uh yeah. Uh did a bunch of pinball, Mario Kart like arcade racing, Just some weird butchered version of that. But you didn't know yeah. the Mario Kart arcade? I, I knew about it before. It's this weird version of Mario Kart, but Fair. Yeah, it's it was pretty cool cuz all of it was free play. So, I mean, I, I mean pre-play is something to keep putting
0: quarters. You never went to the Arcade Expo with us. No, I didn't. Oh, man, yeah. Like, I, to dip into, like, SWS, the olden days, like, there's a something called the Banning Arcade Expo that happens once a year in Banning, California, that, mm-hmm. like, is nothing but retro arcade cabinets and the largest collection of working pinball machines anywhere in the world.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Sorry, continue. I just realized you had not been to that thing. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it was pretty fun.
1: Like it, it was, it was, it was nice. Like it, I mean, it was a nice little Valentine's thing together. So we had a we had a blast, and we is we figured next time we could probably just take the train there because, as it turns out, the train stops literally in front of the building because mm-hmm. it goes right through Portland. So we uh, we're like, oh, we'll just we'll just take a parking ride, and head over there next time on the train. It'll be nice. Don't have to worry about any parking. Literally walk to the place. And so... But man, it was a lot of fun. Her and I had a great time for Valentine's Day. It was pretty cool. They're, they're, they have good bartenders. Their drinks are very well made. Cool. So...
0: Any of them on uh, fire?
1: Uh, no. No, none of them were on fire, luckily. I'm glad. So... Yeah, other than that, like it was... Uh, it was a
0: good
1: week for me. Cool. How about you? Do you have any fun stuff to
0: talk about this week? Uh, I played Apex Legends, as I talked about. Um, I played Metro Exodus a little bit. Not enough that I can go into full details on it. I was busy doing other stuff and did not have the time to properly invest in that. I'm playing on the PS4 because I heard the PC version was a little buggy, which is not surprising. because All of those games have been a little bit buggy, but also what I've played so far is I've been incredibly impressed by, like the it's despite being open world, it's still fucking Metro, which is real cool. Cause I love Metro. I, again, I'm not far enough. And I've heard some complaints about how when you get to, like part of the cool thing about the little the two previous Metro games is they're so contained because you're literally in a subway, to a, a subway station, that system that they had like, just it, the game was this fantastic, like series of scripted events, and like because there was no way to explore, because there was literally nowhere to explore in the world of Metro. It's this really tight, confined, very directed experience, and the open world stuff like it works, but it's not the same. But also like it's fine. It's got a real cool Stalker vibe to it that I'm digging because Stalker is great. Yeah, I. It's Mario Pixel Legends. I said, I we will talk about these later a little bit more. But I played the um, it was a Nintendo Direct that had two demos that went live as part of it. I played that Yoshi Craft game. My fiance, um, does not want me to buy that game. She has gotten her fix out of that game. I, it's she was a big fan of the Woolly World one because she knits and it's it was all woolly. This one, you are a felt Yoshi this time, and that it, it's cute. That game is really fucking cute to look at and stuff, but, like, she didn't really see, like, she didn't vibe with it in the same way she did Wooly World. Like, I, it's... It It feels weirdly open world, if that makes any sense. Like, it's... There was a lot of backtracking through the same level, which was... really fucking weird to do. Especially, in, like, a, like, is that a thing Mario games are doing now? Especially the side-scrolly types? Like, it's you then play a level, like, backwards or something? Like, is that thing you ever run across, Alex? Um, Nintendo-wise? Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, That I mean, well, they've done a lot of side... Like, Nintendo's always pretty much been pretty consistent doing their side-scroller stuff. They still publish side-scroller games. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, so that's what, not anything...
0: What happened in this was, like, you played through the mission one way, and you got to the end, and then you finished the mission, and I think like then like woolly, uh, not woolly. Uh, Yoshi's dogs got then like released into the level you just did, and the camera did like a full one eighty pan around Yoshi. So you're now seeing like the backs of stuff, which was really kind of cool because it was like, hey, here's all the crafty details on the backs of things you just walked by, and then like you went, you you were still were going left to right, but it was like, nah, you're you're now going from where you ended the level to the start, and this may have been just a demo thing to show off, like, hey, look at all the crafting stuff, and, like, this is what we're doing with this game, like, it was kind of cool in a way I wasn't expecting. I still fucking hate Yoshi games, but it was a neat visual effect to it. Um, I played the other demo, which was Demon X Machina, Demon X Machina. I, It's a bad armored core game, and everyone who says that game is fine is high off their ass. <laughs> like, that that game handles unbelievably lame, it is unbelievably lame to play, I, it's it is anime as shit, like, it's, I, I do not get when the phrase I'm really enjoying playing this game, comma, I just wish the controls weren't so bad, was a phrase that you could make. Mm. Like, combat in that game is unfun. Like, it's, there's no way of, like, there's no way you can arrive at the argument that that combat in that game is fun and yeah sure maybe it'll be more interesting like this is just the demo like, whatever I've played Armored Core games before I know you can make kind of this style of mech game cool and fun and energetic and like awesome and this was like yeah this is like Armored Core 2 where you had to use the R- uh, R1 R2, um, L1 buttons to pan up and down your like mech's field of vision and like one of the fucking upgrades you put in your mech was to expand that field of vision for missile locks and stuff like that like they were like finger contorting games to play but at least they reward you with really cool combat this was like yeah you can fly and to descend you press l1 in as wouldn't that be sprint oh it's sprint on the ground I can't sprint in the air? <laughs> nah, that's boost. Fuck you. There's <laughs> <What? laughs> a separate boost button that I can like uh, okay, cool. Can I press the boost button and fire at the same time? Not easily. And by the way, you can't press boost and steer at the same time either. <laughs> like it's like a ten second boost. Nah, janky. you let go of boost, it stops. That is pretty janky, I guess. <laughs> I... Yeah, like I I fell off the Armored Core games because they got weird, but like not in a way I enjoyed, but like Armored Core game like it's weird when a PS1 PS2 game does what this game is doing combat-wise better than like a modern thing like I like you could go back to the last Armored Core game I played, which I think was on the Xbox 360 where they finally put like traditional third-person controls in and did it feel like some part of Armored Core was lost at that point in time? Yeah, but Unlimited Boost was cool. And, like, the fact that boosting in that game then became, like, your uh, mech had, like, hover skates, so you could do, like, cool spin moves that ended you slicing someone in half with the Beam Katana, that was pretty fucking sweet. And they kept the whole, like, you can go into Overdrive Boost, but you just rock it forward and, like, you burn your energy at the end, like, there was, that wasn't unlimited, but, like, this game just felt unbelievably lame to play, where it's like, okay, hold down fire, you have limited ammo. Yeah, but I have so much ammo, I'm not gonna run out any time soon, am I? No, and we will replenish it in the map, and I'm like, that's not what this game is. That's not what an Armored Core game is. Yes, it's not Armored Core, but, like, this game just felt stupid. And again, it's a demo, so I'm probably being too hard on it, but, like, it's the this feels like the game they're trying to make, and as a result, they're making a bad mech game. Hmm. We're happy with this. You shouldn't be. Yeah, I... Played those two things. Um, I, I also played the, uh, most terrifying of games, of Home Ownership.
1: Wait, you did what Home... What, what? I, I
0: played the most terrifying game known as Home Ownership.
1: Oh, that's always fun. Go on.
0: Yeah, I, it's... I've, a bunch of home improvement projects got done. Uh, my fiancé's been bugging me to put um, shelving up in her office for a while, and I finally got around to that. I, it's... Ho-
1: hold on, hold on. We need to address what just happened here.
0: About shelving?
1: No. A little further back.
0: My inability to get around to shelving in a, in a traditional manner?
1: No, 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 sir. No, no, no. I I know people who are listening when they listen to this podcast might have ca- caught that. Can uh, Can you clarify a little bit more?
0: Homeownership is a bitch.
1: No, 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 no. So
0: who who requested
1: your 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 shelf situation? The
0: person I live with. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who is this person? Let's <laughs> l- 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 situation here because this is something we have to We need to move over. on. We got the rest of my week to get <laughs> We can't gloss over this. This needs to happen. Yeah, yes, we do. What, 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 uh, more importantly, I mean, so there's a very important thing in me and my fiance's relationship called uh, the hate date. For those long time listeners of the podcast, will be familiar with this concept. Ah! It is the one time of year where the LA Kings yes! play. Yes! <laughs> <House"? laughs> I think you said the thing! I think you blew out your microphone. I couldn't hear you for solid yes! <laughs> the thing. Hey okay, there, buddy.
1: Say it, Charlie. Say it.
0: Hate date? No. The, the one, the one time of the year the Bruins play the Kings at home in Los Angeles. The
1: person you live with recently got a promotion. That's what I'm getting at.
0: Not just, not just a promotion necessarily. I, I think it's a pretty nice little promotion, I, personally. Yes, I got engaged. Uh, me and my. That, uh, me and my fiance have been together for a little over four years now. I, it's, I have been waiting. I, this will sound hokey. Like the the hate date is in some ways our more actual anniversary than our real anniversary is. Like it is a thing we have made a point to. I have been stupid sick, and we still went to the Staples Center to do our hate date kind of thing.
1: That I gotta say, you guys have been really consistent with that, and I think that's really
0: cool. I, it's it is it. We we don't like since Jeff has left the podcast, we don't talk about hockey anywhere near as much, and even then, like, we never quite went into hockey as much as me and Jeff can go into hockey. Like, it's... I, I know I spend most of my time with the with the vintage games and my hobbies, but, like, hockey is the one sport... Like, it's the... We didn't even... Like, we have barely talked about the Super Bowl last week and <laughs> two weeks ago. Like it was, it was more jokes. Like, both me and my, my fiancé, Jen, take hockey... Stupid, seriously, and I because she would kill me, she did not get proposed to at the game, she got proposed to at home. Like, so do you want the full story on this? It's a very us story that maybe people will find cute or annoying. I don't know how people feel about me and your girlfriend's talk on this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I basically boils down to like, so we've covered in the past, I'm pretty handy when it comes to construction stuff, the shelving thing. Has been an ongoing thing. I have held off doing the whole proposals thing because I busted my shoulder and that made me real self conscious. And it was this kind of, okay, when my shoulder's better, we'll do this. And I just built an entire room's worth of shelving and installed it all by myself. So I think my shoulder's okay again. Now, uh, Jen is five foot one. These shelves are five foot two tall. I put the ring on the shelf, Uh, she had not seen them all day because I was installing them, not realizing she was too fucking short to see the ring. (laughs) So in a very us moment, I'm like, oh, you should check out the shelves some more. And she's like, yeah, they're fucking shelves. What do you want? I'm like, god fucking damn, it, sight lines. (laughs) But this had to happen before the hate date happened because we are merciless to each other on the hate date. Like, you would not know we like each other for part of this. Like, fuck, me and strangers high-fived over my fiancé at the Staples Center when the Bruins were, sc- whatever the Bruins scored. Like, like, it a cruel twist of fate to her. It was sh- I, I, we, I was trying to get good seats for this because it's an important thing to us. Like, we wound up surrounded by Bruins fans and, like, literally me and a stranger just high-fived above her head at one point. We're like, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are terrible to each other on this. Like, the dog got dressed up in King's attire all day. Like, I turn on the dog was like fucking King's. When we um, we first started living together, this rolled around. I think it was the second time it had, like, second or third time. She fucking Kings' out my apartment at the time. Like, but because she's short, it was all streamers that were King's color at like choke height level for me. <laughs> so that's like a double level. Oh I like, choke everything this, about the hate date is this kind of massive fuck you, to the other person. In a way, it's really beautiful, oh, it, and I it, it, really it, appreciate it, that. It is the most us... Th- it, it does not make sense to people from the outside, but, like, it's the, nah, like, when we stop doing the hate tape, we know the relationship is over. Like, it's the, we, we let all of the hatred we have for each other come out through sports once a year. Like, I, it's... It, it's a lot of fun. I gotta, we're also... We're us too so like it's the we're not totally sure what me being engaged means because we've lived together for the last three years it's like I guess we gotta get married now <laughs> <laughs> well we gotta we gotta officially do this thing now yeah <laughs> I don't no, look, congratulations with yeah no it's it's cool it's a long time coming at this point like it's my shoulder energy fucked me up for a little while like it was it was where we was like, ah, oh, keck, okay. I, I literally have had a ring hanging around my apartment for like about a year. Fuck, she's been in a car with that ring like five times, and I either chickened out or was like, nah, this isn't right. Like, five fucking times. Wow. Yeah, I, it's, I got in my head a couple times. Like, I... It's nice being pretty confident your girlfriend at times going to say yes, but also, like, it, like, like, buying a washing machine, it's very easy to get all up in your head about, like, What's important and shit, and I'm I'm glad we did it this way.
1: Good, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm very excited for you guys, Uh
0: and I look forward to flying down for yeah, whatever your version of a wedding will be. That's been the weirdest know. thing too. So like this happened yesterday, like literally yesterday. As of recording this, this happened yesterday. Like when this goes up on Monday, it will be two days since that. Like the first reaction we had from people was, "Oh my god, congrats." followed almost immediately in most cases by so have you set a date and Jen's like no I am genuinely surprised this happened yeah like that's why I said whenever I'm yeah, not saying it's... hey when's the date guys yeah. <laughs> like we're not even done telling people I'm not sure like like literally as a guy I'm like do I call people and tell them like wh- what is a dude supposed to do in this scenario like d- do I go onto Facebook and be like yo <laughs> yeah I Fucking no. Well, <laughs> yeah. Engaged.
1: Yeah. Congratulations, sir. Yes. I'm. I am super excited yes. for you. I also would like to point out that, like, just because we're talking about the Instagram post, yeah. There's the Instagram post where your dog is rocking the LA Kings. Oh gear, yeah. And you like do the little meme where you throw him in the trash can, and
0: the LA Kings actually responded to your oh. tweet or to your post. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know what the funniest, like, part of all of that is? Me mm-hmm. and Jen get engaged. Oh, happy, happy, happy. Fucking LA Kings respond to my post, We're like, no, best day ever. <laughs> like, this has made up the greatest day ever. Not only are we engaged, your posting got recognized by a legit organization. I'm like, yeah. For those cares go check my Instagram, it's me throwing my dog in the trash and pretending to at least. Don't worry, she's fine. She's sleeping next to me on the couch. It's, Yeah. People in the pug red-up part do not get me in my dog's relationship. They're like, why would you do that to your dog? And I'm like, because it's hilarious. And the dog was in no danger. We like nice normal pictures of pugs on this thing. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I'm not going to pretend to feed my dog an entire pizza. You do you. We're gonna pretend to spike my dog into a garbage can. She'll get told she's a good girl afterwards, but, like, that's how me and my girlfriend, or fiancé, at this point, roll. But yeah. That's what I've been up to. I, I We got a couple emails, actually, about whether or not I would have played Anthem by this podcast, and I couldn't quite bring myself, given kind of the mixed reactions to Anthem, to cough up the extra money required to get into that, like, 10 hours or like hey, play a week early thing. So I will have thoughts on Anthem next week. I I just couldn't bring myself to give EA more money in this current situation. Because the reviews on that shit have been mixed!
1: Yeah, I I was actually going to see if you had already played that, but I I guess you haven't played it yet, so... Well, since launch, I I would say we did get a chance to dabble in it in like betas and such.
0: Yeah, it's... And you and I talked about kind of doing a sealed envelope podcast at some point or recording something, and, like, maybe this is the time, because, like, the game has not officially come out yet. And I, I, I this whole early access release bullshit EA's been doing for the last couple titles they put out, I get, but also, like, it's some bullshit, and I'm not unconvinced there's not going to be an actual day one patch on the twenty second, when the game officially releases, like I, it's like in the weirdest way possible, they got people to pay for another round of testing, kind of. That I, I uh, upfront, I expected this week of early access to kind of be shitty, and it hasn't been as shitty as maybe I expected it to be. But like, yeah, it's, it's a soft launch, and you brought know the concept of soft launch, Alex. Yes, they kind of like. Kind of open, but not
1: really open to the public, kind yeah of thing?
0: so and like yeah it's it, it's a so in the I work in the theme park industry which we've covered before, we soft launch shit all the time, like it, we don't it's it's they're not big public does an office invitation only, but like a lot of those like um theme park insider YouTube videos that exist out there are from people that get invited to soft launches and you invite people expecting shit to go wrong. Restaurants do this, like, lots of things do soft launches, where, like, the general expectation is, we're going to run for as long as we can, and then something's going to go, wrong. we're going to kick all of you out. Like, our goal is to break it with you people before the actual launch happens, and I don't like that practice for video games, I guess. Like, I, it's, I, I get it, like, it's a, it, and it's weird, because, like, it's the this is absolutely, you could incentivize people into buying into this, but also, I I don't get why, given, I, I don't get the appeal on this. Like, it's the, there's no PvP, it's like, oh, we have to get to Endgame fast. Endgame doesn't launch till March, guys. Like, they've been pretty upfront about that. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Like, it's the, don't pull a Division or a Destiny and get to the end and be like, where the fuck is this shit? and Have EA going, or Bioware going, like, yeah. That extra week we gave you—that's why there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I'll—I I'll, will definitely have thoughts on it next week. I—I I have the pre—I have the pre-download on my computer right now. I'm looking forward to it. Like it's. On the flip side, a bunch of the people that played a, that played both the um the early access and the beta are like, yeah, no, they, they fixed a bunch of that shit. It, it it plays a lot better, It runs a lot better. The PC and mouse stuff, or keyboard and mouse stuff works a lot better than it used to. And I'm sitting there going. Yeah, but controllers are awesome. <laughs> what if you just didn't try and fix that and made controllers better? Yeah. Now it's we got a lot. Of, we got a couple of emails surrounding that. I will read a couple of them next week when they are pertinent. I'm sorry if you were hoping for us to give you a should you buy this or not this week, because I don't know. It's I suspect I'm going to like that game more than like for instance Alex will. I fucking love that grind.
1: Well, I mean, I'm I'm okay with
0: it. yeah. But like, you're not into it in the same way I am, though.
1: Probably yeah, not. Like, I prefer Endgame more than anything else. Yeah. Well, I'm I, an Endgame guy.
0: Yeah, I, I like. Um, I, I I seek out like. I, I wish Warframe played in a way I liked more. Because man, the fact that you level up your account in that game by just fucking pounding gear is something I find cool. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, that'll be talked about next week in more detail. Sorry, we're a little behind on that one. I it's, can't be on everything, unfortunately. Uh, you want to do news now? Sure. Let's dive into the news. <clears throat> That's the new news, music now? For today, it is. Okay. Uh. P- what do you want to do first? Like, uh, there's the big news. We can cover this, some small kind of silly stuff. Uh, how do you want to do this one this week, man?
1: I don't know, man. It's a somber fucking week for Yeah, I let's like, do the silly first,
0: I guess. Then, like, I it feels appropriate to kind of start on the funny and end on the more serious, I guess, because there's some shit went down this week. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. I guess right off the bat. Um. Huh? Hmm. Carlton got refused the copyright claim on the Carlton dance. What a shock! It's surprising no one. I that be I, there's been some more follow up on that where it's, you can't copyright a dance. That also this only seems to appear or oh, sorry apply to the Carlton dance specifically, which I think of the three that have been suitified was always the one everyone kind of thought was the least likely to go through.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, because technically, it wouldn't be his dance in the first place. Yeah,
0: it would be... It would
1: belong to the show, Yeah, the
0: studio. Bingo. So Exactly. And, yeah, I, will, I think the two Millie one is one of probably the most legs. I think that the backpack flossing one has other problems, like, that kid's kind of been indirectly compensated for that since. I, I don't fucking know how this works, though, either. I, it's
1: Well, the other thing is, too, is he didn't copyright it. Prior. Prior to it. Now he's trying to copyright it, now that it's popular. Problem is, if people have done stuff prior, I don't think your shit has any leg to stand on, personally.
0: Yeah, I, that one always felt the most... Frivolous, I guess, where it's like, oh shit, maybe there's money to be made, cash in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see how this one plays out. I, I think the two milli one will kind of be the deciding factor because, in a weird, I don't know two milli well, but kind of in a weird twist of things, that one feels the most real. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's nah, this is what like this is a artist who is known for this move and. I I saw some videos out there where people were, like, overlaying the Fortnite version of that with 2 Millie's dance and showing, like, percentage differences of how similar they were and shit like that. It's like, okay, like, here's where this move differs, but, like, it's still, like, within a 10% margin of even, like, the same motion and shit like that. It was Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. Did you know there was a Razor store, Alex?
1: I actually didn't until I got an email saying that the Razer store was closing. Yeah,
0: so apparently there was a Razer storefront that, after 10 months of activity, is closing. I think I know why the Razer storefront is closing. I- yeah, um,
1: and now this storefront is only the video games, right? It's not their keyboard Yeah, oh Yeah, the
0: Razer's not going anywhere. This was essentially a storefront that, show- that sold... Um, Keys for Steam games and stuff like that. I I I don't get I how this I I don't get who this is for. Even like it's the like the the key sites I get that are like yo we bought fucking Counter Strike in the province where it's like super cheap and we're selling it to Australia where Counter Strike is super expensive. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh,
1: like, uh, I don't think that was going to go anywhere, personally, yeah. but <laughs> it's nice to see they tried.
0: Yeah. Uh, you are uh, advised, if, if you have Razor store keys, get them in by February 28th, because after that, they're going to get a lot more problematic to re- uh, re- redeem, and by that I mean, you won't be able to. Also, if you have any pre-orders in, they'll, they will fulfill them, but yeah, the, the store is closed, so be to use, like, I guess there's a gold and silver program, and they're like, it sounds kind of neat with some of the incentives they talked about. Like, it, it didn't theory offer discounts and rewards and shit, which is cool. But yeah, I had yeah. no idea this even existed. We have a lot of that in this podcast where it's like, surprise, this is closing. Surprise, it existed.
1: Yeah, but hey, yeah. I mean, sorry, Razer. I still like your keyboards and yeah. mice. I love your mouse. That Chroma. I
0: right? didn't know everything. I our- needed to glow until. You made it glow.
1: Well, the pioneers of glow, with Razor and Corsair leading the way. Yeah.
0: Fuck. Have you seen those pink headphones they're making?
1: Yeah, they have a whole pink set, which it's is really like fucking Quartz- nice.
0: It's not for me, but man, it looks slick. You know, it does. Like I, I, I kind of want to make like a black and gold version of that or something. I it's it is clean in a way their other stuff is not. Like I, I kind of dig the like high end look it's got going on, and mm-hmm. I hate saying that because like oh I want. Fancy Razor. The Chroma Free Razor of you peasants. Yeah. No, it, it looks super yeah. fucking
1: slick like I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, I I typically don't like that like pinked out version of stuff, but like it's it's nice looking. I'm like, yeah. That wasn't pink eyed buy, because I just don't like the color pink, but the design for this works. <laughs> uh Bloodstain, Ritual of the Night, actually has a release window finally. Ooh! It's coming of to to this, this year. Oh, yeah! finally. This will be fun. Yeah, I, it's, I started to get worried about that game when it kind of started to be like, <laughs> we have no idea when we're coming out. But it is coming. It's coming to all the major consoles at this point. Unfortunately, if you were on Linux, or I think, like, Wii U at that point, you lost it, unfortunately. But, mm-hmm. yes, uh, on the official Twitter for it, they've given out release dates and stuff. There's it's it's a Windows. No official date yet for it, unfortunately. But summer 2019, so I'm guessing probably June, maybe around E3 and or on the day of E3, so someone can pull that and you can buy Bloodstained right now. Bullshit move. <laughs> it's a good move. Yeah, moving on from that. I have, this one's kind of more news for me, but also I think speaks an interesting way to kind of what the video game industry is up to. Remember Darksiders 3? Uh, I
1: think I do. Yeah, you've talked about it before.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was underwhelmed, but also played through Darksiders 3 because of the Darksiders game. Um, That game has made back its development costs and advertising costs already, which wow. means we might get a fourth one. And also, like, that game played like a a, a B video game, and I don't mean like it's a bad video game, but like back in PS2 era days, like you had your $50 games and you had your $30 games. And $30 games were great, but you knew they were kind of bad. It's nice to see that there's still a spot for games that aren't perfect, but like are for a specific group. And like, DHQ Nordic seems actually pretty happy with all this. Like it's, we might get Dark Starters 4 finally. We, we, We might get a satisfactory end to the bullshit that is the Darksiders saga, meaning we might get to play a strife, Which would be cool for Darksider mm-hmm. nerds like me. Yeah, but, I've never played it, but I, I, I'll, I'll have to check it out. No, one. you... you. There's no reason to check out Darksiders 3. Like, go play Darksiders 1. If you like that from a lore standpoint, go play Darksiders 2. And if you look into the lore at that point, go play 3. Like, it's the The only reason to play these games at this point is for the ongoing story of Darksiders and, like, if you enjoy that weird-ass universe of theirs. Like, the game, like, we talked about this back when it came out, the games play so different from each other, it's kind of like, yeah, Darksiders 1 is heavy metal Zelda, Darksiders 2 is heavier metal Prince of Persia, Darksiders 3 is spawn Dark Souls. Yeah, the games play totally different. Which is cool, but also like being a fan of that franchise is being a fan of the lore and its characters and not like its combat. Because it's different every single goddamn time. Hmm. I but yeah, I threatened to go back and check that game out with the like improved Darksiders setting for the controls and combat. It's better. It, it plays like Dark Souls. It plays like Darksiders at that point, which I dig. Um there was Nintendo Direct! There was,
1: and they announced some interesting stuff. Yeah,
0: probably the and biggest who- was Super Mario I- Maker 2.
1: Yeah, which uh, people have been talking at and hinting, but I guess nothing was ever actually confirmed. But yeah,
0: it's, I, it's that feels like a no-brainer to me. Like I, I get the impression a lot of people bought Wii U's specifically to play Mario Maker, the original one. So bringing this over, this one seems like a real smart move on their part. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: I mean it'll be nice to see what they can do now at the Switch for that
0: it's basically the same thing I I, I get the impression it's like like, the big thing they showed off is like yo we got slopes now
1: yeah that's what I was was referring to like people were talking about slopes as the big thing and now that they're there it's like oh get ready guys butt slide yeah and I like how that's how they opened their trailer was just literally showing off the slopes like that was like we know what you guys
0: want we know what you All fuckers right. are into, and it's disgusting. Have your slopes, yeah. Huh.
1: Yep, that's pretty much how it went. But yeah, gamers so... only want
0: one thing, and it's disgusting slopes. slopes. <laughs> Mario fans only want one thing; and it's disgusting slopes. Yarp. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as someone who cares not that much for 2D side scroller Mario's, this is still cool. Mm-hmm. I, you ever play Mario Maker, Alex?
1: I did not, but I love watching videos of yeah. people making some obscenely stupid, dumb levels. That's that what are... I'm
0: excited for, like Patrick Klepik's, like him versus Mario Maker series. I can't wait for the return of because oh. mm-hmm. some of the bullshit people made in those games that worked was pretty fucking epic. Yeah, I, I I echo kind of a bunch of stuff I saw online. Heard back from the original one. I really hope they make the curation and like online parts of that game. Way fucking better. But I don't have faith in Nintendo to do that. <laughs> Moving on from that, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, that was the Game Boy one, I believe, that people thought was pretty fucking awesome. And it is. That was me saying, yeah. of said, is coming, or is getting remade for the Switch. I hate the art style. Really? I've heard
1: that it's actually pretty, like, pr- like the art style is pretty true to the style of what the Game Boy was.
0: It's so, go look this up and tell me if that's what you think, actually. Cause...
1: No, I have seen
0: it, and I and I kind of have to agree with some people. On that
1: I, one. I mean, see, it's, it's, a, it's a modernized version of it, but, like, it looks, like, I, I, pretty good to Even the intro was really well done.
0: I don't know. The, the intro's great. The th- 3D model parts were like Link looks like a weird Pinocchio thing. I wasn't digging. I guess I, I, I don't know. I,
1: I'll, I'll give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt because people were saying the same shit about Wind Waker
0: when it was. No, out. I liked Wind Waker. Like Wind Waker had a style to this. This is, I think this looks lazy. But what do I know? I, mm-hmm. it's mostly like Link's design, I guess, and. I could be wrong. I remember this one being a lot more top down in the previous version, and you didn't get to see Link's dumb, stupid face that much in this. But <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I, I like parts of that. I, I, I like the Game Boy one. It's cool they're remaking this. I just I'm not sure I like the art style for it. Uh-huh. Like it, it's not stylized enough. If I guess, I guess like if it was, if it was the same graphics but done like top down Game Boy, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. It's the kind of isometric, I can see Link's bad face. Which is just like two black eyes and a nose. Like, okay, eh. If it matched that intro video's animation, I'd also be on board. But it doesn't.
1: I'll, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. No, on You're, this, you're, just you're absolutely they...
0: right. I'm probably being a little harder than I need to be. But I still think it... Like, I, I don't like how Link looks. Mm-hmm. The plants look fine. Like, that chicken looks cool. Link looks stupid. <laughs> it's just Link's face and hair. Like, it's the, everything else is fine. It's just, I think his face looks bad. I, as part of this direct, though, Fire Emblems Three Houses got announced. It appears to be Hogwarts for military tactics, which is weird. I, I don't play Fire Emblem games. Do you, Alex? Nope. I, I suspect people behind that will be happy. The idea of your missions are now, like, exams is kind of cool in metal but like kind of fucked up because it's like yo go put down this uprising for a grade ah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sack and burn hard enough that's the best of b you're not subjugate the peasants hard enough uh it was also announced that astral chains from platinum games a game will be out august 30th was announced I-, I don't know what this game is but it looks cool as shit like you summon a mecha stand and it kicks ass with you? I... It's Platinum. I'll play it. Got a bad name. It's also kind of cool looking. <laughs> I hit a Kamiya's on it, so it might be cool, or it, it probably will be cool. Whether it's good is a separate topic, but we'll see. I like Camille's work, typically. It also appears to maybe have co-op, so that could be a thing. Uh Box Boys coming to the Switch. Uh with co-op, uh, in the form of Box Girl, it, I initially thought this looked kind of silly, and then I'm like, no, nah, that it looks like a cool platform. I've never played Box Boy, so, I'm actually excited to get this for my Switch. Uh, Dragon, Fest, uh, Dragon Quest, uh, Eleven's coming to the Switch. Uh, Captain Toad's getting an update. There is that, uh, demo I mentioned for, uh, da- Daemon X Machina and the Yoshi World thing. Final Fantasy IX is coming to the Switch, which is cool. Uh, by the way, did you notice that it's interesting that
1: Final Fantasy IX is already out for the Switch, but Final Fantasy VII for the Switch is still going to take a couple more, like, weeks or months? Apparently? I,
0: I think it's time for the game industry to stop talking about Final Fantasy VII.
1: They fucking love Final Like, don't get me wrong, I like Final Fantasy VII, but the, the level of craziness they're going into trying to, like, keep this going everywhere yeah, is really I, just fucking sad. It's time for that, that game, game to
0: die, I think. Yeah, like, it's... Th- there are way too many ways to play that game at this point. Like, keep putting that all you want. But, like, stop acting like it's the... Oh, we're bringing it to Switch! This is a big deal! I'm like... like It is Jeff and RE4 at this point where he owns it on, like, every possible console. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's a long game! It's an 100-hour-plus game. How many times are you actually going to play through this? This 4 is like a 20-hour game, and, like, the changes are incrementally different. It's fucking turn-based, even. Like, I... What does... The, oh, it's portable on the Switch. Pretty sure I can buy Final Fantasy VII for my phone? I don't know. Like, I'm more intrigued by that Tetris Battle Royale they announced as part of this.
1: Okay, that Tetris Battle Royale looks fucking yeah. great. That's that's probably a Battle Royale I can also really get behind.
0: Hey, have this. you checked out the streams of, like, big, prolific streamers getting bodied by people with stay-at-home mom names? No. Oh, they're great. Like, there's apparently a... Like, I, I use this joke some, from. I'm not sure where I saw it, like, there's apparently like, a hardcore underbelly of, like, Tetris have just been waiting for this shit to come out acting subconsciously. And, like, there are streams out there of, like, of, like, big count streamers being just straight bodied by people with usernames like Ethel. <laughs> or I Love My Kids 4. It's oh, that's great. So that's so good. Yeah. Those are streams I can get behind. Good. <laughs> Uh, Starlink's getting more content as part of that spring update. They're getting more Star Fox stuff, which is cool. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate's getting a version 3.0. Joker will be out sometime in April, it appears. I'm hoping that the announcement of Who's Next will happen as part of that, but I'm not holding my breath on that one. think it was Dragon Quest Builders 3 got announced for the Switch as part of this, which I don't know if that game is. It looks like Minecraft, but I'm confused. Uh, let's see. Uh, a couple more details on Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order is coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dragon Ball got that Dead by Daylight is coming out in fall, which is already out on other things, I believe. Uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven is coming to the Switch, apparently. That's
1: kind of impressive. Yeah. I'm
0: uh but most importantly, uh, someone said the words Bayonetta Three as part of it, which that's all you need to know. we are hard at work on that, apparently.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, did speaking of Mortal Kombat 11, real quick, did yeah. you see that Jade uh, trailer, the, the trade trailer? Yeah, yeah. Like, God, the, just when you think like, okay, they've come up with everything they could for fatalities and stuff. I don't think they can come up with anything really. No, no they do it. I, it's.
0: I'm I'm kind of convinced at this point that like there exists a personality guide for each character at like fucking Nether Realms and. Mm-hmm. It's why you don't have every character in every game at this point. Like, and at the last World Combat was smart, where they like, I, uh, God, what's her name? I'm Katana, uh, uh, Princess Katana. Is that her name? The blue female ninja. Yes, I'm that's Katana. Right that's Katana. Like, she had a jade fighting style, but mm-hmm. she still had kind of her fatalities that made sense for her. I think you could do the same thing. They haven't said they're doing this yet, but like the idea of okay, Jade's in this one, not Katana, but like you can still have like Katana using the, uh, uh, you can still have Jade using like the fan blades and having Katana's moves. That's a smart move because Jade and Katana have different personalities, so they're not going to get stale. And like Jade fatalities are different than Katana fatalities or different from Molina fatalities, but like. I'm really convinced at this point that there's like some weird lore book there where it's like, okay, when you're building a Jade Fatality, here's what they are: they're sexy, but they're brutal. Mm-hmm. When you're building a Molina Fatality, remember she has monster teeth. She's hot, but she has monster teeth. When you're building a like Johnny Cage Fatality, he's a douchebag in sunglasses. <laughs> Raiden is a thunder god. Remember, like, he can just electrocute things to death. Keith, like there's so much personality in every fatality they've shown off so far, and they're so like, yeah, that's what this character does. That like I can I can only assume that like it's the okay, we're doing Jade fatalities. That means we're doing these. And they're not crazy like the Scarlet ones are the Scorpion ones. Like they're they feel on par with like, yeah, this is like katana's like assistant slash bodyguard slash hitman character Mm-hmm. yeah like fuck she's the pole dancing ninja but like she's the pole dancing ninja that will murder you with that pole and that's the point of her like you call her they spun the head on the pole right uh yes yeah I did. but that's a really good reference yeah yeah no
1: it it I, so far I think my favorite fatality of everything like, I've seen so far has to be the one chick who does the blood magic Scarlet, stuff. Scarlet oh her fatality just looks fucking brutal yeah. I, that's one of my favorites so far
0: yeah they're all brutal they're supposed to be brutal yeah but I mean they're all like okay
1: like that's expected okay that's a scorpion thing I get that I feel like this is definitely yeah. a sub-zero thing but like That one with the blood is really... I don't know why, I just thought that was really fucking And that's what I'm
0: saying, though. That's that's Scarlet's thing. Like, her whole thing is blood. So, like, it's the... Other characters could totally do blood romance but they're not going to because it makes no sense. Like, Jade's thing is teleports and that stupid-ass pull. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's a... a, I... Her and Melina always had like of the of the kind of uh, the female ninja characters the sexy moves if you want to, uh, if you want to kind of degrade them down to some so the fact that like you no know, like there's an elegance to her fatality which like it's not blood everywhere it's the, no it's comical in the right way I guess yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah that's that's the Nintendo Direct um I, I guess unbeknownst to us there was a major leak before that with well, the Nintendo Direct like down to like they got the day right that let some greens so i got the impression that the leak was pretty accurate and this is not the first leak of this kind so maybe some more stuff will pop up like that who knows mm. yeah um kind of weird news bioware got out there and officially said that mass effect is not dead and that the franchise is very much alive ooh about that yep did somebody not tell bioware about that i I, I guess not, like, nothing's in development right now, but, like, it's cool they make another Bioware, it's cool they'd make another Mass Effect game, in theory. Like, yeah.
1: Good luck with
0: that, Bioware. Yeah. They've said they're officially not done, or they're, they're definitely not done with Mass Effect, like, and I believe them. You could go forward in time to the whole First Contact Wars and that thing, and that could be a cool-ass game. <laughs> or you could make Andromeda 2. Whatever you want. Like, that's the sad part. There is stories still at Andromeda. They have not tied up.
1: Yeah, but don't worry. It's not over,
0: guys. Make sure there's Krogan in the next one. Let me play as a Krogan. All I want. <laughs> Please. Like, now is the time for the Mass Effect MMO. It really is. Breathe weird life into that dead franchise. <laughs> uh, and less fun, but kind of equally what the fuck news. Uh um Sony got out there and said they are totally open for business on that whole crossplay thing. And then a bunch of game developers out got out there and said bullshit. <laughs> so to, uh, to break this one out a little bit more uh, in an interview with Game for the chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide who's name I'm trying to find right now um, I'll find in a second uh, sorry Sean uh, said yeah we're, we're open to this idea people just have to get in contact with their reps and do this and then the CEO of Chucklefish uh, Finn Bryce, was like yo we wanted Wargroove to be cross console and we were told, nah.
1: Is this recently? Or like, a couple days ago.
0: Uh, Wargroove came out, I think, last week. I forgot a chance to play it. This like, this this happened on Tuesday. Ah, uh, You dumb, dense
1: motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. I... Yeah, like, even if they are open, quote, for business, and, like, we're gonna see more games go cross-play doesn't change the fact that like it's still called a beta and Sony seems real pissed off they're stuck doing this like have you kept track of the history of why there isn't crossplay on the PS4
1: um other than like I mean we've talked about it here where it's pretty much been a point of like well they're making a lot of money now and they don't have to compete oh, with Xbox so they see the, no
0: incentive to that's do the it. official reason like the reasons they've given is like we want to keep kids safe in Minecraft and like, we're not sure. Play with the people. Give the people on Sony the best experience. I uh, it's it's some bullshit. It's like if you really wanted to keep
1: kids safe, you would monitor the chat that goes on during Call of Duty yeah. on your console. Yeah, but it's never been an issue. There's no link between Xbox
0: assholes and PS4 assholes. You would find some way to like auto censor voice chats. Anytime someone someone's spouting racial slurs. It bleeds them. That mm-hmm. would be the correct move. That's how you protect people.
1: Yeah. No, spare us that bullshit. Experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And apparently, for a couple of these companies out there, like I guess, like um, the guys from Smite, Paladins, and Realm Royale have all said, like, yeah, it's a switch. The moment we get given approval, we can make this happen. It's ready to fucking go. It, yeah. We're gonna lie, Sony. Like lie better.
1: Yeah, how about just don't lie? Yeah. That would be my go to. Cause yeah. the internet will find out. And the internet always remembers.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh is uh uh Is it time to crack the Activision that egg?
1: Yeah, I think it's time. we we're, we're we've already transitioned to a mood of like, hey, quit your bullshit. Now yeah, let's just step into the next one. All levels. the
0: rest of our news, I guess, is technically Activision related so how do you want to do this one because it's multifaceted
1: Uh, i don't i don't know it's we just have to go into it because there's no real soft way i think i
0: figured this one out so um activision blizzard has reported that this year has been a um historic financial game year it's Record a a record record year, if you will, according to Bobby Kotick, CEO of Activision Blizzard. At this point, Um, apparently they did not. We've only started to realize their full potential. Uh, They generated uh, roughly 7.5 billion in revenue this year. I'm sorry, in 2018. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Um. A very large chunk of that came in just the fourth quarter alone. At the end of the year, uh, it's they're doing well which is complicated because they just laid off 400 plus people from Blizzard uh
1: Activision. no it's about 800 oh
0: 800 the number's gone up since i put that article in my bad
1: so so they estimated about 8% of the staff were being laid off and so with a staff of well specifically i i believe uh yeah about eight percent. So yeah. the numbers are anywhere around eight, seven seventy to eight hundred is what I've been hearing. Now that's just here in the U.S. There was recently another little article that was published where, like through Activision Blizzard, Europe didn't really know what was going on with their stuff. They they alone lost about four hundred people, is what I was hearing here. Yeah. So record record revenues but we're still going to fire 800 people. So, given the optics of this scenario, one has to believe that Activision really doesn't give a fuck. At all. And it's just, it's fucking terrible. Because, like, uh, so I was following the tweets this day, because this was leading up to the call that was happening this week, and a lot of people were like, in the parking lot at Blizzard crying because they didn't know what their future was going to be. It was pretty fucking bad. But, yeah, they're eliminating 8% of their staff. And so... That's that's a big amount. You can't say, hey, we're doing really great, but you know what it was, though? They didn't hit their projected numbers. Even though they still came up at a profit and hit their projected numbers, it's not good enough. So... Later on, shortly after, when I start hearing stories about how Activision Blizzard cares about their, you know, their people, it's like, no, you just laid off 800 people because your numbers don't feel like they hit where they should have hit. Yeah. And you're a shit-tier company run by a shit-tier person. Bobby Kotick is a son of a bitch, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Keep in mind, if you want to talk about companies that actually do things right like this, who was it, CEO of Nintendo, when they were hitting some losses, uh, I think it was around the Wii, Wii yeah. U era, he cut his salary in half so people wouldn't get fired. Yeah, That gives you a fucking world of difference. And these assholes are hiring a guy who used to work as their CFO with a $15 million bonus, but somehow couldn't keep the staff around. And so this company is flat-out exploiting the people's love for companies and franchises to get them to work there for shit-tier wages, for shit-tier hours, and then lay them off because they clearly don't give a fuck. Fuck Blizzard. Fuck Activision.
0: Yeah, it's so... I'm not sure where to go with this one, because this one, like, it's... And then you've got kind of Activision out there acting like everything's fine. Like, they just announced, like, we have a news article in here about how they got out there, had the kind of stones to say amid all this happening, yeah, 2019's Call of Duty's gonna have a single player. I, I get it. Like, it's, you have to announce your gaming news, but it's kind of this weird what the fuck is going on with what? that company? And on top of that, you have it come out that, like, Blizzard has nothing planned for 2019.
1: Yeah, they have nothing planned at all. So, it, it pretty much means, hey, you remember when they were talking about how they have Diablo projects being worked on yeah. and all that? It's pretty much, oh, the blowback from Diablo Immortal hit us pretty fucking hard maybe we should actually start working on something yeah because all of a sudden there's a hiring spree for a bunch of different Diablo projects yeah because your Diablo mobile didn't nobody gives a fuck about Diablo mobile
0: I it's I suspect Diablo mobile will actually do really well when it comes out because as much as
1: they're it's gonna do well because they're gonna pander to whales in the Asian markets. That's yep. where mobile games fucking crush. Yeah. And that's what they care about. They don't give a shit about the people who helped build them up where they are. They give a shit about where the money is now. And like, yeah, yeah, if you're a company, you want to give a shit about where money's from. I get that. Yeah. But you don't fuck over the people who got you there in the first place. And yeah. I for one look like it it's I think it's the sun is setting on, on Activision and Blizzard. And I will tell you, for the first time today I actually pulled up the uh the cancel subscription page. I was like Am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? And honestly, I was looking at how much time I have left. I think I'm just going to end up canceling it yeah. and and just writing it out, and unless I don't see any actual changes, because my, my subscription expires in June. So, because I do the six-month thing. But at this point, like, I don't even want to play Overwatch. Fuck them. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'd much rather go
0: play a fucking EA game. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, it's we have ragged on EA on and off again throughout this podcast with good reason. I I can don't get me wrong, EA has done some shitty stuff in the past, but at least in the modern context, their rap is a little bit unfair. Like it's the, the worst they've done is kill Mass Effect and uh, put out a shitty Star Wars game. Almost a thousand people lost their job. Not because EA had a bad year, not because you know, Activision had a bad year, but because they're trimming the fat, I guess, in a recordly good year for them. It's it's just gross at this point. like it's, and, and there's been some interesting stuff pop up about how, like at this labor movement calling for the uh, the, the firing of EA's of Activision uh, it's it's weird not talking about e a in context of super Scummary so I apologize for keep saying that. Like, this is why labor unions exist in lots of other industries, and I I, I really hope this becomes something more than just like that time, almost like a, roughly a thousand people got laid off from Activision. Activision is a huge fucking company, and have you looked into kind of who's being affected most by this?
1: Non-developmental
0: Yeah, it's it's like advertising and stuff like that. Which, on one hand, it's the okay. I I, I get this, but also like, what do you guys got going on game wise? You've got Call of Duty, and people keep leaving of their own accord with some in the development aspects of things. Like it's, you don't make Madden, you don't make sport. You don't make many sports games at all at this point. Like, what's the plan? I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah I, I guess kind of one of the things I saw pop up that was an interesting thing to read about was this idea that um Activision dropped the um, kind of Destiny for the same reason that Netflix kind of parted ways with Daredevil which is that they don't own the IP. And mm. if you kind of look back on some stuff like it's I'm kind of curious how many more things like that they're going to drop like it's what does Activision even have at this point? They got Star Wars? That's no, EA, never mind. Like they've got Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Like fucking even like their mobile division King had some layoffs, but also like Guitar Hero <laughs> that got cancelled and you can get a refund. Yeah. That got straight gutted.
1: Well, I mean you know what's funny is it is there was a recent I gotta find you the article. Yeah. But one of the things that Bobby Kotick talked about a while ago and not like a long, long time ago apparently was, and this is a quote, is the take the fun out of making video games. Yeah. I have to find you that article, but like, when a guy whose industry is about fun and games talks about taking away the fun out of making video games, there's no wonder that your shit is fucking lifeless, you dumb bastard. I'm so mad at this fucking scenario, like, like, I shit on Blizzard a lot, but I don't, like, the people are, are a whole nother story. Like, that's, I I feel for them. Like, it sucks. And there are people on that staff that have been, I feel like, cool. I wouldn't even say, maybe deserve to be fired, but maybe should have been on the chopping block. And they're still around.
0: Yeah, I've, And they work there. Activision has made several bad decisions in the last couple of years when it came to some games, I think. Yeah. So.
1: <sighs> I, I'm just, I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, it's. If you look for something to kind of gawk at kind of badly, there are some amazing coverages of like just when the exodus started to happen of just like hundreds of people pouring out of Activision at once to go to parking lots. Like it was insane. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's like this ranks up there with the Studio 38 stuff where it's like, what the? That one's a little more obvious, but still it's like hey, what the fuck happened? How did we get to here yeah
1: Yeah. like I don't even know where else to go
0: with yeah no it's the story is eight hundred people lost their jobs and we're probably gonna see more people lose their jobs that's how these things typically work be in a year where a company like it's the if the company did bad if the stock fell drastically if but it didn't they did really well and on one hand i get the idea of if your discovery people aren't fucking discovering shit you need to find new discovery people but you don't have a hundred discovery people employed at activision you have like maybe a team of 30 mm. so where's the other 770 people in that group coming from yeah i i genuinely don't know and like if there have been lots of departures in the last couple of, like, months. We've talked about on this podcast that like seemed odd, but also like, huh. Maybe this is telling of something, but we had no fucking clue. Like, like fuck, <sighs> it's the... You're in the worst year of World of Warcraft. Activision has successfully killed the Tony Hawk franchise. Even fucking Skylanders isn't around. Like, Destiny's no longer with Activision, so it's Call of Duty... Crash Bandicoot, because that's back, apparently, and WoW and the other Blizzard stuff that all are in their own way kind of going through growing pains. I got the impression, like, Hearthstone is probably the most successful WoW thing at this point, but, like, how long until, like, the Overwatch League goes away? Because I can imagine the Overwatch League isn't doing as well. Like, how many more people are actually going to buy Overwatch at this point that have it? Well, there's even talks about that possibly
1: going free to play.
0: Yeah. It should have gone free to play by now, I think. As much as I hated it free to play was the best thing to happen to Team Fortress 2 after a certain mm. point. Like it's that game uh, yeah. Overwatch should be free to play by now. I, it's the fact that's it's not is dumb. Like you you're not going to sell more copies of that game. You will get more people to try it because free. Like maybe there's an argument to even be made for like Call of Duty games the year after they come out should go free to play when the next one comes out. Even Like, that would be a model I think you should adapt for that game, especially the most recent one that's only multiplayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, shit, I just realized the next two big- biggest releases Activision has on its schedule are fucking WoW Classic and Call of Duty, probably.
1: And WoW Classic is a fucking... it's not like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not anything new. It's literally an old game they're just re releasing.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'd like to play Devil's Advocate for a second. Like the, the official reason given for this is that Activision chose to divide itself into two camps: kind of the non-gaming essential staff, the non-development staff, and everyone else. And I get the impression the majority of people laid off in this are from the. Deemed as non-game dev side of this, which does not make it better, but it does at least show where their heads at, I guess. Which makes sense because they got fucking nothing right now. Yeah, like it, it's mostly operations people. Which, yeah, that's uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know where
1: else to go. With that does it for I news
0: think... this week. Yeah. Uh, We got one email this week, but if you wanted to contact us, Alex, how would you go about doing that? Uh, Really simple. You would go
1: ahead and just go to wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. That's our email address. Just send it that way.
0: And that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. As, well as it sounds down in the show notes, et cetera, et cetera. We got one email in this week that comes in from a Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello, Jason. Hey, Wicked Awesome Cast. By the time you're reading this, I believe some portion of the gaming space will be playing Anthem. You are correct but given how con- confusing that release schedule they've showed off was i have no idea if any of you if any of you will be in that group we are not i personally no. do not care for anthem but did find it strange that roughly 2 weeks before a game of An- uh, before that sense for anthem's launch ea chose to, supro- to drop a surprise launch of apex legends i have been really enjoying apex legends and while i really enjoy the surprise release something seems a little weird about it is this some sort of new EA tactic? Does this bode badly for Anthem? Do you think Apex Legends will cut into Anthem sales? Uh, weave a conspiracy theory. Wicked awesome cast and make it a good one. Um, I think if I had to kind of guess wildly, people that are smart are looking at the rise of the Epic Store launcher thing and realizing that that. Thing is now a thing because of Fortnite.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And EA has had Origin for a while, and typically Origin is talked about as that kind of boogeyman launcher where it's like, yeah, if you want to play EA games, you gotta go to Origin. You gotta leave your pristine Steam environment and go to Origin, which is run by EA and is ugly and yellow and orange. Hurts my eye. <laughs> God is bad. Like but I I personally think that Anthem and Apex are different enough games that Apex is more of a sales tactic for Origin and the idea being, "Hey, you should buy this on console." Uh, sorry, on console, on PC, cuz then we get all of the money versus console, we only get most of the money. I I also think like a Anthem will grow over time. It's it's weird talking about games like this now. I I I know Anthem will not be the same it is now in a year, let alone six months kind of thing. It's Mm -hmm. being pitched as like the next game you play forever kind of thing. So the idea of like the fact that you can get access to Anthem for like that that whole like base level EA access thing online is a smart move. Like it's the hey you install. This uh free to, you install this free launcher. You know, for 15 bucks a month, you can play games like Anthem and other stuff we have. You hear about Titanfall 2 that people think is real cool? You can play that probably. Like, fuck, when I bought Titanfall 2 through Origin, when it was like two bucks during the winter sales stuff, they made a point of saying, like, wait, you could spend this money, but it also is included in our subscription service. Mmm? Mmm? i I think it's a sales tactic for anthem weirdly enough like it's ea needs is decide they're gonna make their move to get more people to use origin which is it's the right time to do that because epic's making their move and like origin's more established it's a thing you already have on your computer probably or now have it because you want to play apex legends on pc it's a, a it's a free to play game which means like net cafes and shit can install it for free i it's i, I I think it's a really smart move. I think EA is backing a lot on Anthem, fucking burning up the charts, which I don't know if it will, but also, hey, you've got this new and shiny Battle Royale game that went from, like, zero to a million, like, two million subscribing players to, like, 25 different ca- player installs of it, so, fuck, that's a pretty big jump in a week.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen a game rise this fast ever
1: yeah i don't have a fun conspiracy theory about this whole thing yeah. unfortunately like hmm, i want to come up with something but like i think you pretty much just the nail on the head yeah. you want to capture market and technically i don't think those markets will counter like they won't fight each other you're still on an ea platform yeah and it won't be too hard to get one to transition to the other. There's still two separate games. Like, Yeah. Like, First of all, Apex Legends has people talking EA in a positive light, which yeah. is already a fucking good thing. Yeah. Anthem was getting a lot of flack or a lot of heat. The server's flack. Yeah, for things. And so what better way to cool that off than to release a game that people seem to be really enjoying? Yeah. And like I said, Respawn is doing it right. Like, like they're posting on the subreddit keep them updated with players, like, they're actually checking in, they're letting people know what's going on. It's almost like if you put in some time and effort communicating with your community, Blizzard, uh, you get positive feedback from your community.
0: Yeah, I think the joke of, like, EA has a Fortnite now, like, it's the, you're gonna have major publishers, like, EA, looking to do more stuff. Like, they want that big cash cow game. Like, it's the Epic can do stuff because Fortnite is killing it. Like, in The people that play Fortnite aren't not going to play other games because I'm pretty convinced they're only interested in playing Fortnite. Like, it's the... How do I put this? I don't think the crowd excited about Anthem cares about Apex and vice versa. Like, it's the... Anthem has no multiplayer. Or has no PvP. Apex is only PvP. Yeah, it... it, At least based on kind of the Reddit reaction to... Hey, there's no PvP in Anthem. People seem stoked about that, so I think they're kind of gonna booster each other because, like as you said, Alex, EA's on a hot streak right now. They, they're the Anthem, they're the, they're the Apex guys. Hey, you check out our other stuff while you're at it, kind of thing. hmm yeah. yeah,
1: I. Yeah, no, it's just she's doing okay right now. Or, yeah. It's doing okay. Yeah. So you done good, EA, for now but we've got our eye on you. We remember Battlefront 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and but at the same time, too, like, in light of Activision shit right now, is it that much of a crime that Battlefront 2 was not great?
1: I think it was a catalyst that needed them to open their eyes yeah. and realize they can't get away with doing the shit they were doing. Yeah. So, but- I mean, granted, it fucking sucked, but... I think in a good way, it, it it there is a positive to come out of it. Sure. So, sometimes you need to fail to succeed, as weird as that sounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Failing upwards. Yep. Yeah. Hope that answers your question, Jason. Um. I don't worry <laughs> more. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. That's it for emails this week. Uh, you can again reach us at wickedawesomecast@gmail.com. Send them in. Yep, we, we we'll
1: discuss anything. And if you really want to set off Charlie, just mention the Matrix Online in the email, and I can go on a rant
0: for about a minute about it. See, that's it. I'm actually not convinced you can. I I think you've said all you can at this point, and now I have like counters to all of that shit prepared,
1: Charlie. There's a Discord for the emulator that's going on right now. Of course there is. I can definitely fetch some content from there, don't worry.
0: If we did videos right now, like, once we get that set up, we're going to go play Matrix Online. We're going to find some, like, server running the Matrix Online, (laughs) and you're going to gaze upon your, like, oh god, uh, what's that painting dude that he remains young and good looking but his painting, like, goes decrepit and monstrous as he becomes a worse and worse person, like, that's what the shit you got going on is with this game.
1: <laughs> well, this game doesn't even have the full functionality of the original, so I know it's not gonna live up to the hype. I already know right off the bat it's not going to.
0: You are the example I point to when I talk about how dangerous nostalgia is. <laughs> like it, and, and like I get why based on who you were when that game was out. Like, fuck, you were dressing as a character from the Matrix when the Matrix no, Online was. Was that back when you were a scene kid? No. Oh, I wasn't a scene kid. What are you talking we about? We have an episode talk about how you were a scene kid.
1: I was never a scene kid. I did it as a sarcastic like a, as a joke thing. I put on like my sister's wig,
0: but that was it. We have an intro to a podcast from like five episodes ago where you talked about being a scene kid, or we talked about that before. I think I never did the
1: makeup or Fair the enough. eyeliner Fair or enough. the. Yeah, remember that I listened to the music for sure, but fair enough. I don't think I was a stereotypical scene kid. That's fair.
0: Have to go back and dig up that intro now.
1: I'm curious about that myself because I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but if you'd like, though, for the sake of having some like a, a caption for next week, I can throw on some eyeliner and uh, get some fingerless gloves and we all do go pretty scene school, kid. Man.
0: Don't worry about it.
1: I can do it as a 32 year old man now, though. Yeah, that's a little. Don't depressing.
0: worry.
1: Yeah, but for just, the you, podcast, you have, I'll it's just do it. Sitting
0: there, ready to go, like in case of emergency, break glass and then cry of... about the broken glass. <laughs> in case of MCR, break glass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's emo. That wasn't seen kids. Like oh, I don't fucking know at this point. I'm old, uh... and a metalhead. Like I was beyond all that bullshit from day one.
1: Dude, I'm I'm messed up in the head, you know. I'm not okay, you know, like the song from My Chemical Romance. I'm not okay.
0: Oh dear God! Charlie, Charlie, save me from this hellscape. Cue the metal. (laughs)